Before we start this week's episode, I wanted to thank two patrons that didn't get into the original recording. I want to thank the Wigwag Workshop for joining our Patreon, and as well as Scott Horgan. I know you're already a patron, and you know why I'm thanking you, so thanks again. Now let's jump into this week's show. back to episode 113 of the bench time podcast now 113 isn't like 13 so it's not unlucky no it's unlucky 100 times (laughs) 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 it's plus 100 unlucky yes um yes so we'll cross our fingers that we get through this episode in one piece but welcome to our podcast so yeah um it's just my dad and i this week um, I wanted to thank, before we get started and too far into this, I want to thank our newest patron, Steve Fred. Thanks again for becoming a patron, Steve Fred. You now have access to the Overtime at the Bench Facebook page as well as all of our other awesomeness that we have going on. We did just give away a kit. Um, actually, I need to get one for him because I... And thank you, Steve, by the way. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Steve. Um, as always, Steve and all of our other patrons are what keep my dad and I moving and be able to do this and YouTube videos, which I am releasing some new YouTube videos coming up. I know I took a little bit of a break there, um, but I'll have some more YouTube videos here um, probably before this podcast episode is on. But anyways, um, we'll be back on them here soon. But becoming a patron helps us kind of buy the materials we need. We just got some doubles. We just got some of that new 3M tape because, uh, you know, Uh, it's it's not cheap. The 3M465 yeah. transfer tape. But it helps it's us also. 465. For all you people, write that down. Yeah. So I don't have to keep. So that way you people to text me go, what kind of tape is that again? Say it again. Uh, keep typing it out. 3M465 transfer tape. Yes. Uh, so it helps us just get things that we need to uh, do the demos that we do and do yeah. the live videos. and, and um, Right now, good price for... to find it, by the way. Yeah. Is uh, railroad kits? They got on sale. Like, you know, last week they had it on sale. It was like nine ninety nine or something like that. It was really cheap. The the eight, uh, for, the, the one world. inch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, becoming a patron helps us do everything we're able to do, pump out our awesome content, and share everything and talk about what we're doing on our show. So, right. um, anyways, let's move on from that. Um, thank you again, Steve. Also, real quick, we wanted to uh, just also mention each month, as our patrons know, uh, we give away a Craftsman kit. Uh, we, When you become a patron, we assign a bingo ball number to you. And every month, either the first or the second of each month, depending on what's going on that, that, that day, uh, we draw a winner for a Craftsman kit. And you can only win once every six months. Um, and we send a little, like a medium sized craftsman kit out to our patrons. One patron a month gets picked and it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it and, uh, got a bingo ball spinner and we make a big drawing out of it every month. So, uh, Steven, our new Steve is now in on that. Also, Steven Hayworth, who was once one of our, actually he was our very first guest. Um, he was this month's craftsman kit winner. So I'm looking for a 
specific type of building for him because he's got a very specific layout. Um, but I'll be cool. sending him on his way. But all right, let's jump into our topics this week. Let's have a little bit of fun. Um, yeah. I do apologize to our patrons. We did not get our patron question out there, but I'm going to hit on a couple other uh, things that were asked in our Overtime at the Bench Facebook group throughout the week. I'm going to touch on them right. a little bit later because um, there okay. was a few questions out there. But uh, right. I did not post it in this week. I will post it next week. That is my fault. That's on me. But what is – this is our new segment. Uh, we have the bullhorn, which we're going to do in a little bit. But we also have uh, the paint color of the week. So what is your paint color of the week, Dad? Paint color of the week. Yeah, well, kind of like your flavor of the week. Uh, I've been using this one. Um, I really like it. It's by, made by Ceram Coat and um, C-E-R-A-M-C-O-A-T uh, by Delta Creative. Um, it is charcoal is the color. And um, it is like a – it's – it's not black. It's like it's like a very very dark, very dark gray. Yeah, and um, you know it, it is you know it's got a charcoal flavor. You've been using uh, that fl- flavor. Flavor. <laughs> flavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off to a good start this week. <laughs> it's like My dad's eating charcoal. All the time, didn't we you send know? you? Didn't we send you to a program? Stop eating paint, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been eating this charcoal. It's dead. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> It really does wonders for your teeth. Yeah, but, well, it uh, does. It's a it's, it's a whitening agent, actually. That's why you have that bright, pearly white smile. <laughs> so is um, yeah, is uh, charcoal. It's I, I really like it because not like I've talked about this before. It, when when uh, something people automatically reach for the black, okay, and let's face it, there's not a lot of stuff that's all pure black. True black, yeah. Exactly, and I mean, like a lamppost might be. There's some things it's still on, not like jet black, like like pure right. black. Right, exactly. And I like using the charcoal. I like using that soft black, um, wrought iron. But charcoal's been my one lately. I've been really enjoying this one. It it really it keeps the black tone, but dulls it dulls it out a little bit. And I really like it. So yeah, that's what I'm using. What about you? My New color of the week. What? I just, I belched. I'm sorry. I thought you said something important. No. All right. (laughs) My color of the week is a folk art color. It is called Skyline. Skyline? Yeah. It's like a denim color. Yeah. Denim blue color. Nice. Um, I was painting some, what? No, go for it. No, go ahead. I was painting some people last night and I found this color buried my a couple whatever 150 or 200 colors i have and uh i was looking for a denim and this is like the perfect blue jean color it's got a it's an awesome denim color so i painted a a couple pairs of i was working on some some workers um to go around paulzer's plumbing the scene uh and i needed some people and I thought, well, if they're kind of just working at like a plumbing supply warehouse, yeah. chances are they'll just have old blue jeans on. So, right. And not everybody can make, not everybody had the same tone of blue jeans. Right, right. You know, so. Well, you know, even today, like blue yeah. jeans are different colors. So. I found denim blue 
in Americana craft paint. Okay. Um, they make a denim blue, and I do the same thing. I use that for the for their pants. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like this one looks. I mean, if you hold it up to my jeans I'm wearing right now, it's pretty damn close to the same color. But um, yeah. but like my dad said, if you think about when you go to the store to buy jeans. Um, yeah, mix the blues up. Mix, the blues are all different colors, and even yeah. even like a light denim, like the, if you think yeah. of like the traditional denim color, right. uh, from brand to brand, you're going to get different colors. And I'm sure the denim companies would even say that from batch to batch, they notice that yeah. there's slight different colors. So, you know, denim when it's dyed isn't always going to be uniform color. But anyways... Yeah, if you wear a little while, it fades and everything yeah. else. So use use your lighter blues now and then, and yeah, you know, just avoid like baby blue. And... Right. <laughs> but well, yeah, I mean, and there's even some dark dark denims, like almost almost navy yeah. or black colored. But yeah, um, yeah, you can dye denim black too. But yeah, anyways, absolutely. so that's my color of the week. Um, I think. Do we have anything for the bullhorn? Do we have any new products for the bullhorn that you noticed? For the bullhorn, I have an announcement. I, you know what? I haven't seen much anything new. This, I, what the hell is that? What are you doing? I'm rubbing my monitor. Oh, wow! <laughs> no one can hear it. I, I, it's, oh, okay. a, it's a touchscreen monitor, so I'm touching oh, it. It's not like ocean waves. Oh yeah. Um, anyhow, um, the uh, um, I haven't seen anything new, Brett. I mean, I haven't seen anything. Not this last week or so. I mean, um, I haven't seen anything new popping out. Um, I'm, I'm sure there is, but I, I mean, think I, there obviously is. we're going to have weeks that are not yeah, as, yeah, I know, not as much. I mean, we had some there at the beginning of January. I think everybody was popping stuff out for right the before, first of the year or before well, Springfield. I, yeah, before Springfield. Actually, I do and, have an announcement. Yeah, uh, I was just looking here. I knew I remember seeing it. That new kit from uh, Foscale Models. Yes, Hendrix Type Kit Factor Foundry. That is cool looking. That's a that's a awesome looking building. So there is a yeah. new that came out. Uh, so we didn't know about that before Springfield because all Doug did was put a picture of it up that said uh, like new kit at Springfield, and it was like one corner of the building uh-huh. just to tease us. And uh, this is actually out now as of Springfield. So yeah. it's really an attractive piece. Yeah, it's uh, it's got the stone block work. I really like it and. Uh, and we just signed up for the kid of the month. We did. Last night. That's our next announcement. So, last night we just yeah. signed up for with a little bit of peer pressure from you know who. Uh, thanks a yeah. lot, Scott. But uh, <laughs> we uh, yeah we, we signed, were planning to do it, and we we've been talking about it and talking about it, and we didn't pull the trigger. And, yeah, we've been and kicking now we at, did it. And, uh, we kept kicking the can down the road a little bit. Well, we were so busy, and we got so much stuff on our shelves right now. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's things that need to get built. I yes, got vehicles. I have like all these vehicles I have to build from so from Sylvan and Highway Manager. I'm a little bit stuff. conflicted on this this build here. These, I mean, this 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 kid of the month thing. So my dad and I are going to split them. He's going to get half of them, and I'm going to get half of them. But I don't know if I want to wait until I get a couple of them and kit bash them. Yeah. Or if I want to do them as they come. I'll do them when you can. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I'm going to have some fun with them now. Yeah. But, you know, if you do the math on it, it's a good deal because we got, oh, yeah. you know, you get they're like 28 bucks a kit or something if you divide it yeah. out. It's not bad a deal at all. No, it's a brilliant idea. So uh, we just haven't had time to do it with all the stuff we've been doing with podcasts and 
and uh, you know, busy time during the holidays. We just haven't signed up, and and we've been meaning to. I'm so glad we did. I'm excited about it now. So yeah, yeah. you go. Know. Oh, well, we'll get it here. We'll be good for a little bit of time as uh, we get some sure. kits in. Why, you know, like I said to you last night, it's like we need more kits to build. Right. <laughs> but uh anyways so we did that we pulled the trigger on that last night so i'm excited to get our first one who knows where it's going to be that's the excitement now as we get to wait and and <laughs> and figure out what we're getting um yeah. but let's jump into our main topic of the week and we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, some track work we're doing uh some negative track work yeah. we're doing or subtraction of track uh, we did talk about it briefly on the show, I think, before we had those couple guests. But right. my dad and I were working in the basement last weekend and uh, um, did a little oh. bit of rearranging of the layout. So um, let's go through that and kind of give them a rundown of what we're doing. Yeah, we did a couple things. I mean, last time we were down there, it was very productive. And I know those people are going to start clamoring to see pictures of the layout and all that. I we will. I expect that coming. And we need to start doing that a little more, and uh, I think we will now. But now we have a really solid game plan as to how we're going to do it. Um, uh, I, you kind of, well, I kind of did, I kind of did the one section. Um, it was your idea, so why don't you explain what we did on Which the one? track end of it? What, what track end? Oh, my, oh okay. So yeah. we used to have. Um, I don't know what you would call that style of layout, like that track plan. We used to have a loop uh, basically on top of another loop and on one end, like it was an underground loop. An elevated, we had an elevated loop and we had a lower loop. And they connected. And they connected. And then we had, uh, on the lower loop, we we had had a a section that cut it in half right through the middle of the city underneath, underground. And that still exists. came out the front end. It's and like it's so a, it'd be like a figure eight if you flip the figure eight over on itself. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, we had and that. The reason we did that. Would, okay, you go ahead. No, I was saying we had that, um, and then we ran out of room for buildings. <laughs> well, we didn't run out of room. No. We got some big sections we had to fill with some things. Some of these massive kits that we yeah, bought. but like you're doing, you're doing the terminal. Uh, the terminal. I, I got Red Rock, Red Rock Falls, and then I also have Rust Rock. Uh, oh, is it Rust Rock? My bad. My bad. And then I got the yacht basin from CCK and Rust Rock Falls. I'm gonna try and combine. I still have to do the the two of them together. It's gonna be Ooh. very unique. The two of them are gonna be combined together in one little section, and because the building's gonna be painted very similar. And um, it's going to be one major mega complex. That's going to be cool. Two, which is monstrous. So we need that one whole corner for that up front. And then you have the terminal, which is going to be in the middle. And it's going to be all – both of them are going to be on multiple elevations, low and high. And to do that, to make that happen, we needed to be able to move our train station. And so we moved it from the top platform, the top section, the high section of the city, uh, and down to a lower section along the track. But we need because we had double track along that front side, we needed to move. We we decided to rip out a section of double track, and so we could fit some buildings down along the front, real right. real type structures. Well, and and to make up for the ripping out of track, 
we um, are creating the one top side into a yard, basically. Yes. Yeah, like a switch yard with more switching. Yeah, which will be kind of cool. Because yeah. I never tried my hand at switching. We're gonna it more might switching. Kind of fun. And the, we're, actually, we'll have two areas like that. So the, when you pass the station where it's gonna be out front. Uh, well, not out front because it's not it's 360, but that low end where the station that you made is going to sit. Yeah. Uh, or the yeah yeah the train station. Um, that is going to have a little like staging area too. Right. So we'll have a sta- a staging area down low, and then up top we'll have a, like a little yard. So. Right. And so what we did was we ripped out some of the track. I uh, I unsoldered track and not and that much actually. No, no, only a small section up around the one curve that goes downhill yeah. from the upper elevation. And um which is which is kind of cool. And um then instead what I did, and I don't know how it's dried up. I guess it dried pretty good that foam I filled it in with. Um, Have you checked it? No, the paint cans and stuff are still sitting on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, no, but I, I was working on my own stuff over there. I didn't pull yeah. it off yet. Well, I had a section that was all on on foam and it was going the downhill grade. And uh, so what I did was I cut some more extruded foam, mm-hmm. uh, the pink, the pink or green foam, and uh, I laid it. I, I cut the pieces to fit so we could level it out and then shape it so it's a downhill slope from the front. Uh, it's hard to explain that. No, I, I, I know. We yeah, we'll put so some pictures look, up of it later. Yeah, right. And uh, so we we filled that you know that old roadbed downhill roadbed in with more extruded foam, and then we're going to shape it. Um, but we're going to build our, our we're going to build our big portions of these buildings onto the sides of this. So we need to figure out how we're going to do it um, that way. But it's going to be more more room for. Oh, sorry. Well, do we need to take was, a nap time? I was yawning. I know I'm a yawn. I was yawning. It's been a long day. I just got, I just ran. I ran. I was at the gym and did 11 miles on the bike and. Uh, yeah, it was a good. That was a good workout, but. Anyhow, and uh, now it's hitting me, I guess. But uh, yeah, so we had the um, uh, we we have a section we that we're doing mainly so we can fit more structures and scenery in. And for us, that's our that's our big thing. We love scenery and structures. Not that you know we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but uh, so we did that. And then I also did down on the front, down on the harbor side. We had this. It's been there for a long time. We had this section at the top uh, above the harbor, right at the edge of the seawalls. I had this section. It's all flat, but um, it had this ugly-looking plaster down on it. Was I don't even think it was plaster. What the hell was that? That was that. Um, yeah. What was me? Oh, yeah. No, it was it was a uh, drywall was mud. Not. No, it wasn't drywall mud. It was plaster. It was all plaster. Yeah. Yeah. And we just kind of let it go, and it was just ugly, and it didn't. I, 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 I want to put roads there, and I needed a flatter surface, so I spent most of the day scraping with a chisel, cracking it and scraping it, and cleaning it up and vacuuming because now white dust goes all over the place, and little pieces of plaster, mm-hmm. you know, chunks all go all over the place, and you know, so you're trying to keep them out of the harbor. So I'm trying to put a I put a piece of cardboard up there while I'm doing it so it doesn't fall down into my harbor area. But inevitably, it still does. I'm out there. We did a lot of shot back in that day. That was also ripping out the track and foam and stuff, too. So we had some down there. 
but we got a lot of work done that way. Now I'm able to actually have a, I'm back down to the plywood base and I can put some foam down if I need or some drywall mud very well smooth and make an actual road. And I want to lay that cobblestone that I bought from railroad kits. So I have cobblestone streets that we spent a bunch of money on mm-hmm. and I got to get them painted, which I'm going to, I need to work on right away soon. And, uh, and I want to start putting the cobblestone streets down along the waterfront area. Cause I think it'll look really, really old country, you know, yeah. it'll look good, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, that's kind of what, what I did. That's what we did. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to, I mean, we, obviously we can't have full two loops now, but, um, right. you know, we're going to get, it'll allow us to add more, um, like rolling stock that can be staged in some spots to though. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Right. Um, all right, let's move on to, uh, the other part of what we were going to talk about tonight. And this is going to be kind of like what's on your workbench slash what are you working on? Yeah. So the old school topics. Like yeah. We used to do. yeah. Yeah. So, um, I got two things in the, I got two, what do you call them? What are they? Pokers in the fire? What do you call that? Two. Yeah. That's it. Something two like pokes, that. Two, two, two irons in the fire. Two, yeah. Two irons in the, that on my, whatever you call the it. Pokers, on the dashboard. Yeah. Whatever you call it. In a dashboard? In a dashboard? I don't know. Where the hell did that come from? I got two... Uh, you I got, got two things in your dashboard. Two birds in the hand or something like that. Two birds in the hand? <laughs> uh, let's keep I'm just making here. stuff up right now. Anyways, um, yeah, so we are working on... Oh, real quick, before we get into what we're working on, I wanted to thank a listener for sending us a really cool gift last week it didn't make it into the show because we had our guests on but um lynn mccurdy gave us a pretty cool gift with those uh rail cars and uh there's um they're really two, cool. yeah, there's two passenger cars and a he sent me the note here well two passenger cars that are pennsylvania railroad right Ugh, i'm reaching i'm reaching all right. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, so he sent us two um, Pennsylvania Railroad passenger cars, and he sent us a uh, B&O passenger car, as well as the... Um, uh, is it like a coal car or something? I didn't see it in here in the letter. Let me re-look. It's a, another Pennsylvania Railroad coal car. Yeah. Um, it didn't. I don't. I don't see it in this letter. Real quick. It's probably in here. Right. Um. Well, anyways, yeah. So he sent us that. That is an awesome little gift. I was trying to read the letter real quick to see if. Uh, oh, okay, they're beautiful. They are awesome. So yeah. we're gonna put them on. Our layout, unfortunately, right now, we don't have an engine that would fit that or to be able to pull that in real life other than, unless it was just a quick switching thing. But we do have a passenger station. And what I think would be cool is to stage some of the um, cars near the station on the little, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about, on that little sprue that comes off. Yeah. Um, or spur, not sprue, a spur. 
that comes off and uh, put it near the passenger station, have them staged like they're waiting to be picked up for something on, and moved, like they're waiting for uh, those those cars to be to be moved to another city or something. So um, we will put them on the layout and we'll get them on there. It's just uh, we don't have something that would pull that currently. We're going to get one. But we will. Yeah. Um, yep. We do need another an engine. You have an idea? Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, we'll get a passenger engine. We'll get an engine that pulls passenger cars. Okay. I have an I idea. Don't, I don't know what the hell they're called because I don't know anything about trains. It's called a long well, engine. I know what they look like. I know what they look like. The long engines. No, it's not really a long engine. <laughs> no, I know. It doesn't have to be a long engine. I'm just making, so. I'm just making fun. I'm making fun. Yeah. Just shh. shh. Let it happen. <laughs> Anyways, um, I wanted to thank that. We like getting those little gifts and little surprises every now and then, so that was cool. Um, so yeah. thanks again, Lynn. But next up, what we're working on. I just wanted to kind of give you a rundown of what we're currently working on. I know my dad just finished up the boxing gym. I, I didn't finish it. It's, I'm working on Let's it. Let's stand near close. But uh, close, yeah. um, I got two things going right now. I have the... The scene around Pulsar's Plumbing, which I was painting those people for. I have all the detail parts done. I have a lot of right. the ground work done. The mm-hmm. I just need to... I painted... Um, what's that plastic fencing we bought in that bag? You know what I'm talking about? That big... I got it right here. It's from... Uh, excuse me while I make some noise. The, I'll say. I don't even know if there's a manufacturer on there. H.O. Fencing. That's all it says. Is that the the things that come in the black plastic? Yeah. Who's that from? Um, Hold on. I got got one of those right here somewhere. Oh, I got it open. Oh, here we are. It's, um... (laughs) I don't know. I got a whole mess of them, and I can't remember. There's no manufacturer on this thing. Oh, shit. Here, let me grab it. Got time for this. These These people are in a hurry. People are in a hurry, damn it. Okay, I have here. It's made by the same people that make the HO steps and ladders. Yeah. And, There's no manufacturer on this paper, on the paper. Some bitch is not on here either. <laughs> it, just says, it just says manufactured in the USA. Well, it's made by the USA. <laughs> Who makes this The USA does. <laughs> well, we got that HO fencing well, made by the USA. Because you know why the top part I cut off? No, my, I didn't cut the top of mine off. I have the entire paper and it's not on there. What's that say on the top? Nothing. No, I mean the top of the bag was sealed off. It had a, oh, had a piece of yes. cardboard. Oh, yes. Yes, it's orange. Yes. Do I have one in this one? So, hang on I, as we solve this great mystery, everybody. Do I have it on this one? The mine's not in there. We're making an unnecessary amount of extra noise, but I never know what the name of this damn company is. And we're wasting an unnecessary amount of time, but oh well. You find that, I'll tell you about this cool thing I've been, I, I, I have. These cool two new vehicles. I ripped the top of this one off too. Ah. Anyways. They come in a plastic, they come in a plastic sprue. They have a bag. Uh, stairs, ladders, something else on them, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of different things. I can't you believe get like that. Two or, three of those, two or three of those packets in one pack. 
Let me yeah. stuff all this shit back in here now. Okay, so anyways, um, the wheel works. Sorry for all the noise, everyone. I got this. I got these two vehicles from made by the Wheelworks company. Um, I've always built Sylvans or Highway Miniature kits uh-huh. for vehicles, um, not to the degree like Dan uh, Raymond does. But um, I all, but I also got from I got these two kits that your mom got them for me. They're made by Wheelworks, and I never really even looked at them to open them up. But when you open them up, it's really unique because they are, and I don't know how available these things are, or how old, or if the company's even in business. I'll mm-hmm. look. The built, the cars are, and the trucks are made out of cast metal. They're castings. They're like uh, white metal castings, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like uh, just like we do with our our structures. We have metal castings. T- same type of deal. All your parts are metal castings. I'm really looking forward to trying one of these out. I have a 1934 Ford small stake uh, truck, and then a 1932 Ford Victoria sedan, and uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to try and build these. these. These are neat. That's something new that I'm gonna try and bang on this weekend, I think. And now I'm working on the Fos the Fos scale models. Um, uh, JJ Hollander's gym, like I was last time I talked to you, mm-hmm. it's all, it's coming near to its completion. I have uh, some some details I got to put on and a roof uh, billboard, uh, some weathering and a bunch of the little small details that got to get done structurally. It's about done. Um, it's really neat. One of the pet peeve things that I have, you and I talked about, that was the little itty bitty tiny windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know those ones that had the, like the window that fits in and you can tilt it out, it pops in or out. Yeah, right. So you don't put them on. I learned in on a previous model, you don't put those little tiny itty bitty windows in their frame until you're done, ne- damn near the end of the model. Yeah, because you're gonna be handling it and, and they'll the break off. You know, well, not so much that, but if you have them propped open, or if you want to prop them open, um. You can't because you, well you can, but then once you start handling this a lot, you'll accidentally push them back in. Or you're right, they'll break off. Are those? So I put them in at the end. Are those? And that's why when you see the pictures online, on Facebook and stuff, when I start posting my progress like I do, you'll see that these windows are not in. They're they're just window frames with no windows in them. Not all of them. But there's three of them. Yeah. So are those uh, fences and railings from Ricks? Yes. Yes, they are. It's a Rick's product. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyways, sorry. So anyhow, driving that's, me nuts. Uh, no, but that's that's where I'm at. You know, I mean, it's just uh, um, it's it's pretty easy. Um, it, the kit's not easy. It's the kit's. Uh, yeah, I was gonna cool. say it's pretty easy. Well, that's not what I meant. You know what I meant. I know what you mean. But. So, um, I wanted to kind of talk about the uh, Paulzer's plumbing. As I finish up the scenery, the building's done. I uh, got everything done with the building. Got all the detail parts done. That's ready to go. Um, I did some scenery work. As you guys saw in the last live video, I did all the concrete that went around it. Uh, right. And then I put some some scenery down as far as like turf and grass and dirt. Yeah. Uh, got that done. I got the Rick's fencing. I think that was mm-hmm. Rick's brand. I got that fencing done. Uh, I got it painted. And now I got to place it around there. So I'm going to have a... The Paulser's plumbing comes with a little pipe yard. 
So how did you, did you spray paint it first with the the, the I spray the painted the fencing with a black primer or black the flat black primer a black okay. flat spray paint. Um, right. And then I used a bunch of dry brushing. I'll put some pictures up of it. I what dry. Colors, what colors you use to get the wood color? I dry. I don't know. They're upstairs uh, in my <laughs> toolbox. But I oh, used okay. like four different colors of brown and like. I think the, the one was like a owl. I think it was called owl. It's like okay. a brownish gray. I used the one called mushroom. Um, I think I have one called from full cart called camel. And then. Yeah. Uh, there was a dark brown one. I follow. I have that one right here. Uh, and, co- and when you start adding all those colors like that, you really bring tones and, out. And you're dry brushing. Yeah, you're dry so brushing. So I started with I started with one called cocoa bean from Crafts. Uh, was it? Yeah, from Craftsmart cocoa bean. Right. Uh, that's a really dark brown. I dry. I put a kind of a not a dry brush, but like a moist brush. Moist right. brush. <laughs> I put some people hate that word, but anyways, uh, I used a kind of mediumly dry brush and I yeah. covered it with brown, the cocoa bean. Yeah. And then from there on, I went to a lighter color each layer, and uh, I I'm getting hungry. I know cocoa beans, mushrooms, and mushrooms, and camels. I guess everybody eats camels <laughs> and owls, you know, but and khakis. Oh, you know what? In in Boston, Dan Pugach shared that that uh, meme on our overtime page that khakis uh, is another way to say car keys in Boston. Oh, is that right? Yeah, get my khakis. Ah. <laughs> hey, get my khakis. <laughs> in in the rest of the country, just is referring to their pants. But um, gotcha. gotcha. Anyways. So each layer, as I got lighter, I know you're usually supposed to paint light to dark because it's harder to cover up lighter colors with darker colors. I'm sorry. It's harder to cover up darker colors with lighter colors. So you're typically supposed to paint light to dark because it's easier to cover up the lighter color with a darker color. But when I'm dry brushing, I find it sometimes better to start with your darker colors as a base. Oh, absolutely. And do the opposite. Uh, and then, absolutely, and then I you're, do the same. And then you're using your lighter colors as a highlight. Yeah. Um, and it's just a. I mean, that, we don't. We've never really talked about it. I don't, that on the show. But, yeah. but when I'm doing, I think you and I are the same, and most people probably are that way too. But if you're not really familiar with dry brushing as a technique for weathering, um, and I won't weather those fences. The dry brushing enough is in, is plenty to make it look oh, yeah. weathered. Um, mm-hmm. But with dry brushing, I always go dark to light, uh, unless I'm really. Sometimes I'll at the very end I'll pick a darker color again, depending on what it is, and um, like blot some areas of darker like stains. Yeah, like if, if it's, you use dark over light, you're gonna you're gonna remove the light out. Right, but like uh, for instance, on this fence, I might take a. I'm thinking about. I've done it before on some buildings, um, taking a sponge and uh, blotting some light. Uh, like I'll mix I'll mix up a custom brown color to make it look like mud. Uh-huh. And blotting along the very, very bottom, like less than about an eighth of an inch, probably, with a sponge, a really dry sponge, uh, blotting it on so it looks like there's like a mud splatter. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So where the rain hits the ground, it'll splash that mud up on the wood fence. Right. But anyways, back to our thing. Uh, with dry brushing, a lot of details and a lot of parts like that, I always start dark and go light as I yeah. go. 
So. I did some I did some dry brushing of my own just uh, last night on the roof of uh, the JJ Hollander's boxing gym. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was rolled roofing paper, and then it, it, it it's I've done this before, but um, I take a sponge after I it's it's black you know black paper. Uh, black rolled roofing paper. It's not black. I actually use uh, on that one. I actually use the soft black. Uh, it's almost like, almost like a brownish black, dark brownish black. Anyways, um, once that's on and I have it in place, then I take uh, my sponge and I dry brush. Oh, no, dry brush, dry sponge, which is the same the same concept. Okay, you're removing as much paint as you can out of that sponge. Uh, and it's very important that you do remove almost all the paint out of that sponge that you can um, on a paper towel by blotting it on a paper towel. I used uh, steel gray, oh, and I just lightly speckle the top of of the roofing paper, so it gives it like a sandy texture. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not really. There's not any texture whatsoever. It gives it the look of a a granular type texture on top of the roof and it's not it's just paint and um it's gonna get it speckles a little bit yeah okay but then i uh i take after it's all done i let that dry for a couple hours and then i dry brush on a very 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 fine same deal as much paint as you can remove with antique white i dry brush vertically uh diagonally across all the the paper, uh, the ro- rolled roofing paper, is down, and um, it catches all the little edges of the paper edges with like a little white line almost. It's and then along the edges of the roof. Now you got to be very very faint with it. It's got to be a light light touch with the brush, and uh, almost just like barely grazing it, and just rapidly go over it, but not a lot of pressure. And you'll highlight all the little cracks and crannies in there. It's it's uh it's pretty cool. Um, I'll, I'll maybe I'll take some pictures and send them to you for the show notes. Um, but it's a really cool technique. Uh, dry brushing the the paper, it it actually highlights the lines. So like if you don't put a piece of dry, I mean of uh, rolling paper from end to end on your roof with no breaks, it looks weird. It looks. It looks dumb. Yeah, unless you okay, have a small because, building, a small structure. Yeah, yeah. But even here, I have, like, the one roof is small. It's multiple roofs on this roof. Yeah. Uh, a big a big roof, a medium roof, and but a I small meant, roof, and they're all flat. Yeah. It, to scale, if something is only, if it's like a... Yeah. If it's only a 40-foot wide building... Yeah. If you had a rolled, rolled rubber... Well, you, you could... But I like to still put the occasional break. Oh in. yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. You gotta put it in randomly. Places. Yeah. So right. like if so you what could, it does. Okay. I was gonna say if they're rolling the roof on, and yeah. they got one pass down with the roll. Yeah. And then the next roll ended halfway across the roof. That would make right. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple spots like that that go the opposite direction. The, the lines where they meet go the opposite direction, and and. This this dry brushing technique brings out every one of those lines, okay, where the where the paper's edges are, and it looks really awesome. It looks it doesn't look overly white because what I do at the end after it's all done, I let that dry too for maybe an hour, okay, and then I take 
my chalk dust or my my um, my pigments, my uh, soft pastel chalk that I grind uh, off my pigment powders, and I use gray pigment powders. Okay, like a like a like almost like a an elephant gray, a darker gray, you know. And uh, put it on. It's almost like city dust. And you just swirl it around on there. And then what it does, you're white. And then you blow it off, you know, just when you're done doing that. Blow it off. And um, and that white highlight will be dulled just a little bit. But it'll still be very clearly evident. You can see it. And, um, you know, a lot of this stuff is just play with it, you know? Keep toying with a different... <laughs> <laughs> just play with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I meant. I know what you mean. Take it wrong. You got to experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play with it, but you know, I mean, if you want to. I mean, yeah, yeah. no one's gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I meant, I mean, you know, you got to toy with this stuff and experiment with it, and yeah, experiment, experimenting is all part of growing up. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> This is bad. this is going bad places. Sorry, I, I I gave you this speech before, didn't I, Brett? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. You, you know, that's the only way you're going to learn. So <laughs> you don't so, learn yeah. until you start to make some mistakes. You got to get in there and, and mess up. Yeah, but uh... you got to find different techniques until you get what you like. But you know. Don't <laughs> I mean, I'm like a little boy today. Oh, I can't do it. I'm laughing like a little kid about this. Anyhow, the bottom line is, <laughs> you, you know, you, you, it's okay to mix the soft pastels and the chalk powders with dry brushing, yeah. dry sponging, and in fact, do each in different layers and and watch the textures pop on them. I mean, you'll you'll see them stand out. You'll see each layer make it look more old and crusty. What I did also is um, I used a um, alcohol India ink wash, a light one. Yeah. And I went over the paper after the paint was completely dry. And what it does is it helps crack it a little bit. It puts little crack lines in your in the paper because it dries the paper out a little bit. And then, so, you know, you get that, you get those cracks that, that happen from the paint. It dries the paint and the paper out uh, because it's alcohol. Alcohol shrinks things when it dries, it's just, you know. So what happens is uh, when you, when you dry brush it, that white, that white, that antique white that I was using gets into those little cracks and crevices. So if you zoom in on it uh, with a camera on your phone, it looks like old crackling up paper and stuff, you know. It's it's all. It looks like, like it looks like real roofing, you know. Um, you get those textures by adding layers, and we talked about this many, many, many times. Layering different techniques um, and different materials or different paints or you know your medias. So anyhow, that's 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 it on that. No, it's, that was good. That was a good little. Uh... Yeah. Lesson in experimenting. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So the other thing that I'm working on. Yeah. Are we still? You did your. You did the boxing gym. Done. Kind of. Uh, I'm also working on the terminal kit. Yeah. Um, 
I got that one whole structure basically done. Oh, that's nice. Uh, the Caswell shoe. Big one. I got that one done. Um, yeah. I'm working on the Trolley Barn Diner or Tavern, whatever that one is. I think it's a tavern, Trolley Barn Tavern. Um, and there's a couple other smaller buildings that kind of butt together. Um, but I'm doing it on a multi-level build. So right. it's going to go – the whole terminal kit is going to go up a hill. Yeah. It's um, going to be different what you see on the terminal itself. Yeah. You're right. It's going to be on what? Act- it's different than what you see from Fosco on their photos and stuff. Yeah. The arrangement will be the same. Right. But it'll it'll be – It'll be uphill. It's going to – each building is going to step upwards up a hill. Right. And what's cool is it's – going to be right near the train station yeah so it's one more level of transportation yes because the whole thing's about transportation yes yeah so you're going to have a train station and near then the bus. what's that near the bus station near the buses cool. and when uh, people get off the train they can get on the bus and the livery is right there sure is that how you pronounce it livery yeah livery yeah that's right there and then there's a, there's a couple little buildings in that little area so um, bus stations and train stations go together. Yeah, they you know, do. When you think about Pennsylvania Railroad, we live right here in Harrisburg, right near Harrisburg, and um, you know, and work. I work near Harrisburg, so you know if you go into downtown Harrisburg, the state capital of Pennsylvania, and the Pennsylvania Railroad, you think of the Pennsylvania Railroad. Their their railroad station is this old railroad train station. It, it's it's built into the city. It's uh, it's got an upper and lower levels of the city. It's a cool old train station. Yeah, it's really cool old train station. If you get a chance to visit it, but it's also got bus lines in it as, as well. As long as you don't get stabbed going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Um, and, but it's got bus lines there as well, and it always has. So when you get off the train, you get on a bus, and you can take the bus or train. You can yeah. get bus tickets or train tickets there. Yeah, because I think it's Greyhound. In fact, it, it was there. It was now. And now you can just trouble. Uber. Well, I understand that, but no, I'm I know saying, what you we're mean. We're talking it, about and how you're talking railroad stations together, right? You're talking about an era when they were built that you would have seen a meshing of buses and train sure. or rail travel together. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so the terminal will be next to the passenger station. Um, and uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be neat. I'm not sure how it's going to end up looking. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to look awesome. But, I mean, I'm not sure what it's going to look like as an end result just because it's going to be perched on the side of a hill. Yeah. So. It would be neat to see. And the road and stuff that goes up through the center of it, like the little drive, the little drive under section, mm-hmm. is going to be on an incline. So. Right. Um, it'll be different. It's going to look different. Yeah. But. Uh, that'd be cool. Because I didn't need it to be challenging enough. I mean, it already wasn't challenging enough, so I decided <laughs> to build it on the side of a hill. But Yeah, uh, well, that's, that's what makes and, it and unique. And it's really not know? that challenging of a build. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that to be like yeah, a, a slight – I'm saying. not slighting the kit. I'm just trying to say if you break these – bi- start building. If you, break, yeah. if you break these big kits down into smaller builds, yes. yeah. it's the same thing. Same thing, yeah. so right. um, yeah, I got that going. And uh, last night I was painting some people. I got five people painted, which took like an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> but That's I got pretty good actually. But I got five people painted for Paulsers. The trick was a hair dryer. Yeah. And the other trick is to not 
worry too much about every little nook and cranny on them because yeah. you're not going to be looking that close. You're not going to be looking I through know. a magnifying glass on my layout at the people. Yeah. You know, you need to glance right. by them real quick and move on. But, um, right. you know, five people are done. They're going to be at Paulsers. They're going to be the employees around Paulsers. Um, yeah. I even did a really funny one. I found a guy, this big dumpy, like, working look. It's a big dumpy worker looking guy. Right. But he's sitting down, and uh, Paulsers came with a toilet. Yeah. And I'm just going to have him be, I'm going to have him sitting on the toilet like he's just talking with the other guys. Yeah. So I'm going to have him and another guy standing that looks like he's leaning against a pole, the way his hand's up in the air. Right. Um, so I'm going to have him leaning against the pole facing the guy sitting on the toilet like like that guy's just sitting on the toilet on the on the loading dock talking to the other guy standing leaning against the pole um so that's gonna be a fun little uh little like scene within or what do you call that uh a vignette within my yeah, Paul's cool. build um, I like that but I just think it'd be funny to put a big old fat guy sitting on a toilet on the loading dock oh yeah but uh hey speaking of painting pe- people yeah when you when you do those, you said you did five in an hour. You ever notice when you're doing like a bunch of people, and you have like, by the time I'm done doing them, I got like twenty different bottles of paint. Oh my god, out. I know. Because well, and, and you start looking at him going, oh, I want to make something different because I did I did blue pants on him. I don't want them all to have blue pants, so I'll give him green pants or beige pants, you know, khaki color, well, or something along that lines. And then you're like, okay, well now what color? Okay. Now, uh, what about this? Uh, how many different types? Yeah, no, I don't you think about it too much. One of, yeah, you're thinking about it too much. I didn't I'd do say, that. Oh my gosh, you got like a yeah. You know what I did? Because you don't want to over double up the. I know, didn't even. I didn't everybody even, wearing a white shirt. Well, yeah, but I didn't even worry about that. You know how I did it? I got my big giant palette. You know that new palette I bought? It's got it's huge. Yeah. I got that palette, and uh, I came in the basement, and I picked. I must have picked thirty colors last night. Yeah. And I just squirted a little tiny bit, like a piece. You don't even need that much. Like a pea-sized right. amount of paint for like yeah, 30 or 35 colors. Uh-huh. And then I took it upstairs, watched the hockey game. Um, by the way, Ovechkin, 27th yeah. hat last night. Two yeah. goals away from 700. Man, yeah. guy's on fire. Anyways, so I'm watching the game last night painting people. But what I did was I took all that paint. Um, going to pass Mike Gartner next. Yeah. Took all that paint and I just started mixing colors up you know so if right. i if i had a guy that had khaki pants um yeah. and then i had a dark brown and a khaki color i would add a little bit of dark brown to the khaki on the next guy and make him have a little darker brown color of a pant but i didn't really overthink my colors that much i just kind of wung it um, right maybe you and i think a little differently on that I, I you know i just i get them all out and then i'm like you know i just don't want the same people wearing the same things you know well, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, you know how meticulous I yeah, get about yeah, stuff, you, too. You, yeah, you're, you, you have a little bit different of a thought process. Mine is more, um, you know, Yeah. You, you got three basic suit colors. Yeah. You got, well, kind of four. You got, or maybe five. Right. <laughs> you got brown. Make up your mind. You got brown and brown and khaki, <laughs> like a yeah. dark brown, light brown suit colors. You have blue. Right. You can blue suits, um, black, yeah. and gray. Yeah. Right. That's really the only suit colors you have, um, you know. Under- yeah, but you know, there's like, a, but then there's it's not just brown. There's like 
Yeah, but like, that's why I got like twenty different shades well, of brown. That's why you put a you put like five colors of brown on your palette. Yeah, yeah. And then when yeah. you mix that guy, you take a dot of one color and a dot of another color, and you mix it up and you make a custom color for that guy. Yeah, it's I a custom it. shade of brown, and you don't. All and, right, I'm gonna try your tip. I'm gonna try your. Yeah, tip. you just you just start mixing little mini. And you don't need much. You can take your paintbrush, dip it in one, put it on your palette, dip it in another one, put it on your palette. That's enough paint for that guy's shirt. Right, and then sure. you got a custom color of that shade of brown that yeah. you'll never probably be able to replicate again Right. on that guy. Um, sure. So I just kind of wung it like that and, and make some custom right. colors up. And I don't really think about it. I just try and bang them out as fast as I can. So, um, Anyhow. Yeah, so that was how I painted my people. The only thing I have trouble with on people is um, I I always end up painting them with the same color hair. Like, I don't know. I noticed that last night. I painted four guys or five guys, and they all have brown hair, which is a common yeah. color hair. That's whatever. Right, but right. One guy has a hat, so never mind. He doesn't have hair. Uh, yeah. But the other guys have hair, and... Um, they all have the same color hair, so I need to I need to mix up some different colors for hair. Um, I should probably paint. I want to paint a redhead, but I don't there want it. To, I don't want it to look orange. Yet, so we'll figure that out. All right. I did. Uh, I I I like. I don't mind doing the painting the people. I just um, it says uh, sanding the. I always had to sand those little those line edges where they cast them. They have like the long line that runs along their pant seam and everything, and you have to, oh, yeah. you, have to you have to file that off a little bit. Otherwise, it looks like it, it looks like their pants and their shirt skull are like perfectly pressed or something. And there's a press line. It looks stupid, actually. I, I've had that happen, so I got I I sit there. That's how I waste half my time on them is trying to doctor them up before I even paint them. Is trying to get all the flash and everything else off of them, and then you start painting them. You ever paint them and you look at their face? You zoom in on their face, and you're like, it doesn't even look like a human face. It yeah, looks like a face of like a hippopotamus or an alien. You and paint you're like what happened to their face detail? Oh, you mean like in the mold? Yeah, yeah. If you put too much paint on, yeah, that'll happen too. If it, if it has a defined face before you start. And, you, and then by, when you're done, it dries and you can't tell their face. That means that you, you, you've you put too much paint on their face. Yeah. So I'm trying to back off the paint on their face a little bit. I, I just use a tiny, tiny little brush, um, yeah. and I barely get any paint on it, and I just work around the face. That's that's the hardest yeah. part is yeah. is that face and neck area. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, sometimes, the, sometimes if you get too much paint on the hands, too, they look like they have, like, um, Blobby hands, yeah, like big old basketball hands. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, look, they don't even look like hands. They look yeah, like they look like one. they got like they punched watermelons, and then they're just hold, they just they they punched their hand through a pumpkin or something, and they're yeah, just holding it up in the air. Them, it's yeah. a big old ball in their hand. You like can, they, have, like they, they have the stadium, like they have a stadium hand. Yeah, the yeah, like the foam finger, part. like they're yeah, foam fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can get too much paint on the hands, and they look ungodly big. Yeah. But uh, All right. yeah, so that's that's what I've been working on for those. What's your, what's your tool of the week? All right, my tool of the week is my new uh, forceps. Did you see about them? Forceps. Yeah. You having a baby? No. <laughs> They don't lock. Oh, okay. So I got a new pair of forceps. They're like uh, tweezers, 
if you don't know what forceps are, they are you either use them for fishing or you're a doctor and you do right. surgery. Um, but yeah, or you're delivering a baby. But I found a pair on Amazon. I got a pair that Lynn had sent me. I didn't. He didn't send them to me. He sent me a link to buy them. I haven't tried those yet. They're also called hemostats or whatever you want to call hemostats, them. Hemostats. Yep. Not forceps. Hemostats is probably hemostats. a better word. Yes. Uh, forceps are. I just googled that. It is not what we're using. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Are you delivering a baby or something? Well, if you Google uh, forceps, you it also. You're a gynecologist? What's going on there? No, 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 no. But right. I found a pair of non locking hemostats. Uh, yeah. Um, and I've been using those. That's my tool. They're a little bit longer, too. So that's what I use to paint those people. Um, yeah. I kind of pinched them in that hemostat and I was able to just hold it and turn them around as I was working upstairs. Oh, cool. um, I did not use my helping hands last night. You need to use corks. I've done right, that, Dad. I've been now, there. Now that you have the uh, the transfer tape, put some transfer tape on the top of those corks. I've done it already. Oh, okay. I was trying All right. this. All right, try, try I'm just it. trying it. Anyways. Yeah, so I found non-locking hemostats. Um, I've never seen them. I've seen, I have a pair of locking ones here. Yeah. I've seen non-locking. Yeah, non-locking. They don't have the little... Uh, the, the little catch thing. The on little, the back. yeah, the teeth in the middle. Right. They're, the ones I got actually are here on Amazon. They're called um, Precise Canada Stainless Steel Straight Hair. They're called hair pullers oh, okay. on here, but uh, it's the same exact thing. If you look up hemostats and you look these up, it's the same thing. Um, sounds sounds painful. Non locking. Hair pullers. They're curved for ear. I think they're for ear care. Oh, okay. That way they don't lock. I don't know. They probably rip your ear hair out with them. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm using those. They're nice because, actually, I think I'm going to use them now for, instead of my pliers, like my needle nose pliers. Yeah. Uh, I used to use needle nose pliers to place detail parts. That I and, that, that pull your ear hair out. And pull my ear hair and my nose hair out. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, ever, if, you, if you're pulling your nose <laughs> hairs out with a hemostat, you got some problems, man. You, you, you ever, better get yourself a weed wagger. Do you, ever, Holy cow. do you ever get a hold of a good nose hair and then you start crying? <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time, man. You, the time. You're pulling them out and you're riding into work and you walk into work. You got tears in your eyes and people are like, what happened? Are you okay? Yeah. My question is why are you pulling them out on your way to work? Well, it's like, you know, you're mindlessly just picking your... Are you driving and pulling nose hairs out? Yeah, you can feel them. Just rip them oh, out of your nose. <laughs> it's... I can't wait to see you going down the highway trying to pull your nose hairs out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I pass you someday, man. That'd be funny. Oh, my word. I swear, guys, I'm not picking my nose. I'm just pulling my nose hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, I got those, and I got the other ones that Lynn had sent me. I did not play with those ones yet. Um, they're my next ones to experiment with. So... Jeez, this is a weird night. <laughs> I know it's funny. It's funny as hell. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's my tool of the week. What's yours? Well, two. I have two tools of the week. The first one was if anybody has 
watched me do Facebook live show, mm-hmm. one of the one of the questions I always ask once we start getting into the time issue, uh, how long I've been on, um, one of the things I always ask is how long, what time is it? You know why? I ask that to all my people. Why? Because I don't have a clock in here. <laughs> I don't have a clock in here. Okay, I have my phone, but I can't watch the phone. I can't really do the podcast or the, the Facebook Live when I'm recording through my phone and I'm videotaping because the, the clock isn't on that screen. So I can't tell the time. So I went out and I bought at one at one of the cheapo stores like uh, Big Lots or something like that. Yeah. And I think it was Big Lots. And uh, I paid like nine ninety nine for a wall clock. I a did flat this wall clock. I thought about doing the same thing down here. Yeah. And I have it sitting here right next to my workbench. I can see it. All I do is glance up to and it's right there. Wall clock right there next to the workbench. And uh, on the same wall that I'm facing. It's great. I can always know what time it is. It's great. That's my one new tool. Now, another tool that I have, and it's got some questions to it. Okay. Uh, wall clock is great, by the way. You track of the time that you're spending in there. You're not getting yelled at for being in there for dinner and everything else. Um, uh, or being late for dinner. Or you get called for dinner at a certain time. You're not uh, you're not up there from for dinner. So um, this is a, you know, or you're having a something else you had to do, an appointment or something, and you're busy working, and this helps you keep track of it. Okay, um, um, many of you will probably just look at your phone. <laughs> the other tool is um, a set of teaspoons and tablespoons so for measuring measuring spoons. Okay. Now, my question on measuring spoons is this. First of all, a tablespoon. Is it really? I, okay, I use these. I got a pair of plastic, a set of plastic on a ring, plastic uh, measuring spoons. Picked them up at some, I don't know, it was a yard sale or something. I picked them up this summer, and uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It was like a quarter, and uh, I picked up the whole set. Okay, but and I use them pretty heavy for mixing like inks and paints and things like that. Yeah. We have mixes. You know, some of these forums you go to, they talk about you know the mixes and and their recipes for this or that, or when they're making uh, stuff with uh, the Durham's water putty and uh, plaster, and they mixing it with certain parts of water and certain parts of you know two spoons, teaspoon of water, teaspoon of the the powder. Mm-hmm. This stuff's great to have a plastic, easy-to-wash, cheap set, okay? But my question is this. Do you ever see how much, how big a teaspoon is? Yeah. I mean, not a teaspoon, a tablespoon. Tablespoon. It's huge. I don't, I don't eat with a spoon that damn large <laughs> at my table. No. How have you ever got the name of tablespoon for that? It's bigger than a, it's bigger than a soup spoon. It's huge. It's huge. If I eat like that, oh, my word, I'd have to stretch my mouth out real wide. I have a big mouth, too, by the way. (laughs) No. The other question I have is the teaspoon. Okay. What the hell is a teaspoon? (laughs) What is a teaspoon? What what do you do with tea? Why? What do you you measure tea with it? I mean, and, and, and if you're measuring tea with it, how do you know? It's the right measurement. What the, where did the name a teaspoon start? And who measures 
with a teaspoon. What do you do? With is it a special spoon for tea? Is it a special spoon to drink your tea? Do you drink your tea from a spoon? Do you do you mix your tea from a spoon? I don't know. I mean, do you measure the tea out into the cup of the spoon? I'd like somebody to explain teaspoon. I got Maybe it. Okay. okay, let's hear it. It's just a do. It's a doofus type name for this thing. Yeah, it's it's doofus like. It's probably British. I'm looking it up. Uh, I just don't understand the whole concept. The teaspoon, as we know it, was first introduced publicly in eight, in 1686 in London. Oh, okay. Of course, this is directly from the livingherbaltea.com forward slash. They call it a teaspoon for a reason. Why? It was advertised in the London Gazette as a cutlery spoon that also helped perfect, that held a perfect measure for tea. This spoon was designed to allow one scoop of the perfect heap of green, black, or earl gray tea. Then okay. the same spoon was used to stir in cream and sugar to measure it evenly. Yeah. There you go. That's why. Okay. All right. I just don't understand. Anyways, it's good to have a set. Yeah. It's really good to have a set. Um, so those are my two tools that I have. Why is it called a tablespoon? Now I got to know the other one. Well, t- t- tablespoons pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, but I why is it called a table? No. Oh, I got it. Uh, I can't believe we're looking this shit up. Oh, it was it was uh, originally used for serving. No, it was easily originally used for <laughs> serving. It's too small to serve from. It's too small to serve. It's not a serving spoon. It's, it's too small to be a serving spoon. It's too big to be a spoon to eat from. I don't understand. Is it, is it like uh, maybe it's a spoon from the table of the Jolly Green Giant or so? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The giant from Jack and the Beanstalk ate from that spoon. I don't know because it's too big to eat from. But it's not big enough for a serving spoon. A tablespoon. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't tell you. I don't know. Uh, whatever. It's above, my, it's above my pay grade. It's some probably something British. Yeah. It's probably something French. Who knows? You're really picking on the British today. Well, you know, every other time I say there, you ever notice that there's something, if there's a hard word to say, I'm saying, I always say it's some kind of French word. Or so I always yeah. say, like, ah, it's probably French. And it's British. Yeah, I never noticed you said that. Oh, I, I've no, I said it like a couple episodes in a uh, row. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Okay, so we got that. What, uh, what We did the tools. What else is next? We are next going to talk about. What music you're listening to. And I, uh, I'm i going to just go all out this week and embarrass myself. So I'm going to let you go first, and I'm going to pull up what I was listening to. Well, you and I talked about this the other week. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were working and everything. But I I watched the other night, I, I, again, on Netflix, I watched The Dirt again. With Mo- the, the That's a good one. Motley Crew. Oh, I watched it again. So you've been I, listening like to Motley movie. Crew again. I was listening to Motley Crew the last couple nights and now in a row. So that's been my thing. Okay. You know? uh, yeah, and I actually saw Motley Crew in concert way back in the eighties. Back in nineteen ten. No, but back then back. we had to walk fourteen miles to the concerts. 
<laughs> anyway. Well, I did see Motley Crue with, um, and who they 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 were with Motley Crue and the Scorp. They opened for the Scorpions. Oh my! And um, and I think it was Motley Crue and Scorpions. Yeah, Motley Crue and the Scorpions. Wow! And, uh, that was uh, that was actually really a really good concert. Um, but that that ticket price was fifteen dollars. Dang. Yeah, way back then. I'm trying to get to my history of listens here because it's. I'm just going to embarrass myself this week. I'm going to give you guys the. It the... wasn't. It wasn't Motley Crue and Scorpions. Okay. It was Motley Crue and Def Leppard. Oh. One of those two. Okay. I can't remember. I saw so many concerts back then. All right. You ready for this crap? Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go all out on this one. So. This whole week, as I've been working either at work or down here in the basement or like last night during the game, I had a headphone in while I was working. Um, I was listening to some absolute garbage music this week. You ready? Please. The, I'm going to start off with the new Eminem album. Uh, I heard that. Which ain't bad. And then I was listening to the new Lil Wayne album. Uh, and then I was listening to <laughs> an artist called. Get worse. Oh yeah, it gets really bad. Like you're going downhill. Here, it, pal. Get, it gets. Would you think it couldn't get any worse? It gets a lot oh, worse. Okay. Then I was listening to a artist which I am not proud to say that I was listening to, but I was. It's actually two artists. Uh, Young Gravy. <laughs> what? His name is. <laughs> I never even heard of that. <laughs> Young Gravy and Baby No Money. That's the, that's the name of those two guys. Baby No Money. Yeah, it's spelled B-B-N-O and then the dollar sign. Oh, my God. And the other one is Y-U-N-G Gravy. And uh, listen, listen. I'm not proud to say that I listen to these guys. <laughs> but I wouldn't lie. I'm not going to lie and say that I hate it. It's, it's, oh, okay. it's, it's absolutely the worst music ever. <laughs> and I, I, I love it. But uh, it's terrible music. It's terrible music. Yeah. Um, what else did I listen to? I'm just searching through my 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 listens of the week. Oh, and then I had Papa Roach on, and then uh, Juicy J. Oh my gosh, I never even heard of that. Uh, Dinosaur Pile Up. I do like Dinosaur Pile Up. What else did I have here? Uh, Token. It's a I was actually listening to Dinosaur Pile Up while I was working out today on the on the uh, nice. bike gym. Nice. Yeah. What was another one? Hang on. I'm gonna just. I mean, we're already gonna be. We're already embarrassing ourselves tonight. So why don't we just sure, go through not? this? I'm gonna scroll to the bottom of this this old playlist here. Yeah. Um. Oh, what else did I have on here? Oh, some. Um, I had had some Nicki Minaj on. <laughs> and then, oh my uh, god, really? Hell, I listen to it all, dude. I listen to everything. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, and then a band called I Prevail. I listened to them a, a bunch early this week. So wow, they're not bad though. That's a good one. That's a that's a a more upbeat, loud rock music. Um, but yeah, that's what I had on. It was not a good and week. You made fun of me. It was not a good week for music, man. Uh, you know what? Though, the other w- week. A couple weeks back, you were making fun of me because I was listening to Keisha. 
Kesha. And Kesha, whatever the hell it was. And I told everybody about it. You're like, oh my gosh, really? I can't believe you actually listened to that. Well, it, uh, it's not just that. It's 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 the fact that... Uh, that I'm 55 years old. Yeah, I was like, oh, my dad's listening to Kesha? So what? It was, uh, it was on. Yeah. It was on one... Actually, it was actually more. It was on one of those play... Um, they had the Google... Uh, on, it was just one of those radio stations where you where you listen to on your music streams, yeah. And you liked one, and you just wanted to hear that style of music. And then the next thing you know, she's on. And then I was like, ah, it was it was actually interesting lyrics. And I thought I'd look her up, and I'd listen to a couple of her other songs. Some of her, some of them are pretty trashy. Not as bad as Young Gravy, I can promise. <laughs> so, anyways, we covered a lot tonight, man. Yeah, we, we were all over the place tonight. I want one more thing I want to talk about real quick. Go for it. We many of you may have seen it on Facebook uh, or not, um, but my wife has started building a kit, a CCK kit, and I took some pictures of her doing it. She wanted to build some. She's going to build a diorama that uh, features some um, historic buildings. That's all I'm going to say. And um, she's uh, because she wants to enter them into a contest. Yeah. Okay, but the problem. You know, Are you sanding so, something? I am actually. <laughs> I'm sanding a dormer to my building. Um, anyhow, and I'll stop doing that. I'm sorry, I didn't know that would pick up. Um, anyhow, so she, so um, she, I took some photos of her. I'm very proud because it's something that she, after the show, she came to us at the Timonium show, and she was talking to Brett and I during it saying that she would like to try building something in particular. And so she wants to do that. I'm going to help her out with uh, the photos and the design of it and everything. We're going to get some things laser cut and uh, see if we can get this thing made. Um, and she would like to make it and maybe enter it in a contest or some kind somewhere, and we'll see. But um, I think it's great. Uh, we talked about it. One of the persons we had on was talking about women um, – uh, more and more women. We're going to get mom on. I think we can put mom on the show. What do you think? She's going to do it. I know yeah. I know. I asked her about that before and she said no. Yeah, I can talk her but into it. But it's, it's just like talking on the phone. Yeah. She'll yeah. be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to get her on and uh, we're going to have, a, uh, you have, have the, her on as a guest. You have your old Samson Go mic? I do, but why don't we just call her on her cell phone? Like we do everybody. Like I have her sit in the other room. <laughs> Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't need to see her. I see her all the time. I don't need to see her in the house. She could sit in another part of the house, and then we could talk to her. Yeah, but I was yeah. thinking, you know, you could set her Samson Go mic up. Well, we'll figure a way. We'll, we'll work it out. out. We'll work it out. out. We'll- I think we should have her on. We could talk uh, talk to her about what what what's starting to appeal to her on it. Yeah. So and, what? Uh, so what is she? In fact, she's building a brand new, a small building. I want her to start. I have her starting out. To, to show the basics of building so for our a, listeners who weren't on, CCK building. for our listeners who weren't on our Facebook page what building is she what kid is she doing um it is a it, of course it's a CCK building it's like a general store um I can't remember which one off the top of my head right okay. now oh here it is hold on I'll open the box up here I I, I, I had to separate it from my stuff so I'll mix it all up it is the The Belleville Supply. Oh, yeah, it's that's a, a cool uh, one. It's a general store by by Jeff Grove, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, um, well, and that's so a cool I, building. 
What's yeah, she done it's, yet? It's not a it's not a real little one. It's a decent size one. Yeah. She's up. She's up. She's ready to paint the walls. She has them all braced and and she has them. Uh, she lifted the clapboard. She did an awesome job on it. She put nail holes in. She's gonna show us the up. Best looking nail holes I've ever seen. They're better than I do. Um, so I don't know. She might, but it'll be neat. I think to have her on as a guest. And also, you know, I, I want to talk about that a little bit with her, uh, because, you know, and maybe we should have another, uh, I know another female guest that we should have on. And, uh, we've, we've, we've interviewed a couple others. We had Kathy, um, Malat from, uh, from, and Ed's from, yeah, and, and Ed's from Philippines and, um, Singapore, I'm sorry, Singapore, Jill Bollinger. And, um, and we have Jill Bonger and, and, and Maureen from from Hunterline, right, right? And I think it's good. I mean, this is, uh, but on the regular modeling percentage, it's it's lower. Obviously, yeah, it, yeah, it skews and, male, but that's right. okay. And, you know, and I like I love seeing uh, new ones on. There's a, uh, there's another lady we went to a show with that does some amazing modeling, and she entered into a contest and did very well at one of the shows we went to. I'm going to talk to her maybe as well. And okay. See if we get her on and talk to her a little bit as well. I, I, is this I'm, the one that we've met at a couple meetups? Right. Absolutely. Yes. So, yes. That would be fun. She's probably listening. She's probably going, Oh, hell no. <laughs> that would but be a fun episode. I'll talk her into it. Nah, we'll have fun with that one. Yeah. That'd be fun episode. But, uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool to kind of get a little bit of, uh, the, the ladies, uh, take on I, I think building so a model. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Or, or working on a model railroad layout. So, um, yep. I want to get mom on the show though. That's like my goal this year. Yeah. This spring, my goal is to get mom on the show. Yeah, we're gonna try and do it soon. Actually, let's do it. Well, let, let her let her do a little bit more for the kit first. Yeah. I yeah. like don't. You know, I'm kinda, not pushing her into it yet. No, no, yeah. no. Let her get little get her a little bit of ways into the kit. That way, she can talk about what she's done. Right. Um, other than just lifting boards and bracing the walls. Right. Exactly. I so, that. yeah. That'd be fun. It'll be a it'll be a featured guest, uh, Lisa Wiley. That'd be a, that'd be the funniest thing ever. Right. I'll call her mom. Mom. So <laughs> I, I'll just say mom the whole time. Mama Wiley. Hey, mom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a wrap. I think for today. Yeah, we're gonna call this one a wrap. Um, as uh, always. Yep, for all you people out there that, that don't like us going over two hours, we kept it uh, shorter than that this time. We're yeah. at an hour and uh, an hour and a little less than an hour and a half. So, yep. Um, anyhow, that's good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, you guys. Have a good weekend and have a great time uh, working on your layout or on your workbench. And uh, yeah, that's it. yeah. Enjoy it. Have a great one. Relax, build some cool stuff, and uh, we're going to peace out for the week. All right. cool stuff. Oh, we will also have uh, – we should do a pa- – we'll do a patron episode this weekend too. Okay, sounds good. So patrons, look out for an episode probably Sunday night as they, you'll, they usually hit Sunday nights. Um, we'll, we'll launch an episode up here on Sunday night. Cool. Um, but that's it. Have a great you weekend. Stand my wall? I can't hear you say on the wall now. Okay. Oh, you that's say good. can I'm you gonna... please go say on the wall? Okay, can I go stand the wall? Yeah, now? I'm going to work on a YouTube video. All right, man. Later. See you. <laughs> that sounded weird. Bye. <laughs> Later.